Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CX Cast. Today's a big day. We are revealing the new co-host who's joining me. It is Andrew Hogan. He is a principal analyst on the CX team here at Forrester. Andrew, welcome to the CX Cast. Hello, Angelina. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm glad to hear you're excited, and I'm curious to know why you were willing to go on this journey with us, because it is a wild ride, and it's, you know, it's it's effort and time off the sides of our desks. This is an extra curricular for us. So you want to share with our followers why you've decided to co-host with me? So I was excited to be asked. It didn't feel like a big wild step. <laughs> Good. Because I, you know, I think that this is an important way for people to get some information. And I say that because I have this taking a step back. I have this feeling that there's a lot of things about the world and about the way that things work that should be designed better. They should work better. I don't mean that they should just have a different visual appearance or different shaped handle or something like that. I mean that things, processes should work better. And this podcast is, I think, one of the ways in which people learn the methods that might help make the world work better. There's lots of other ways to do it, but this seemed like a really good one to get involved in. Oh, I totally agree that there's something about the podcast format that allows easy perusal and access to topics you want to learn something about. And also what you're alluding to here is your design expertise, because how the world works, I mean... I think about that too, but I feel like I spend a lot of time thinking about how we manage the world more than how do we build the world. You want to just talk a little bit about why you care about design? Yeah. So I care about design because I think that things should work better, could work better. Um, and design uh, to me encompasses a broad range of methods that can be used to do that. And so I also look after the design priority at Forrester, working with many others who've been on this podcast before. Our belief is that a combination of understanding the problem, of, of making things that might solve the problem, of understanding how those things happen in sort of a circular method, um, and then you know implementing and learning from the way that those things work, that sort of process is pretty, you know, honestly pretty generic, but much better than just deciding that this is the way to do things, shipping it, and then being done. So design offers a lot of different methods that can help make things better. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think a lot of us, myself included, take design to a certain extent where we love knowing that there's a design process we can fall back on so that we're asking the right questions and then testing them out and then getting to concepts and iterating. And all those things can be applied to a lot of different business problems, customer problems. But I think sometimes, like I said, I get kind of stuck in management land. And it's cool to work with someone like you, where we really get a lot deeper into how we work, why we work the way we work. I mean, you do some of your research is on designing for work specifically, right? Yeah. Designing for work, designing for the way that AI changes how people interact at work and at home. And then just the growth of the design industry in general, because as we're talking, you know, we all have seen design go from something that people kind of just did on the side to now there's whole departments and there's whole teams and it's influencing the way that CEOs make decisions. There's design leaders on boards now, and there's just massive growth within that industry. So I, I follow that as well. And I think you're selling yourself a little bit short about you just take things as they as they are. I think we all design our environments. We make changes to make them work better. We make adjustments where we can. 
And then sometimes we just sort of muddle through and try to make things suffice. But <laughs> I think we can think in our own lives about, you know, if, if something isn't working, if a meeting isn't being run well, we change that meeting, we design that meeting. If we're part of a product that launched and it didn't work, and now what sorts of changes should happen so that it can work better either for that product or for future products, people are designing that those things too and, and using a process there. So I think it, it permeates a lot of what we do. And I'm happy to be thought about as sort of a design zealot, for lack of a better word, in thinking about how to solve problems. Well, and there's going to be the design zealots and then the folks that work with the design zealots. And I think we have both in the audience for the CX cast. You know, we try to strike a balance of episodes that cover design topics, cover CX management, whatever, part of which CX management, by the way, design is part of that. So it sounds like what you're saying is there's more and more depth of expertise in design. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but there's also just the same as what we've seen with computer science, right? Where everyone needs to learn to code a little bit to survive today. Everyone needs to know to design a little bit. That's right. Yeah. Just to make your way in the world, you do it intuitively, doing it intentionally can be helpful. And it's a whole stack of skills and depth of expertise. You know, you mentioned computer science, data science is sort of the same thing. There's this whole depth of expertise, but people should know basics of data science. They should know basics of design. And I feel like I'm reading between the lines and, and you're, you're warning me that I cannot take this podcast over and just bring design into everything. <laughs> so would never do that. I mean, I'm sure there's a way to do it, but people have their certain strengths that they like to look for in <laughs> episode titles, as we've noticed from our very limited analytics that we run on these <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, trying to bring design into all these conversations. I think it's going to be great. That would be great. Honestly, if, if we're talking about CX measurement and your design brain turns on and you can ask a question about how to design the measurement program, that would be life changing. That's one of the downsides. If you think in terms of design, you're always thinking about how things could be better and how things could change and what would you, how would you do this differently? And maybe why did they do it this way? And so once you start seeing the world that way, it's actually sort of problematic. I, uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop noticing things that maybe should change about interactions and about how they can work. For example, I recently needed to change an address for um, you know, a bill or something along those lines. And there was no, there was no uh, digital way to do that. And you can think about that as a digital problem, but you can also think about it as just an inability to understand the way that people want to accomplish their goals and how they expect to be able to do that and where it doesn't meet expectations, which is a design problem as well. Totally. And fun fact, we both recently became homeowners and the complexity of maintaining a home <laughs> and, and all the different things that we found are wrong with it keep us guessing about why things work the way they do, not just the physical things, but also the services to help fix those things. Service design around it, the design of physical spaces, it's, it's all very different than software design. I love thinking about all of it, but it's, uh, it's certainly a, a different world than the, where the core of my expertise is. You're reminding me that we've perhaps strayed a little bit away from talking about your research coverage. So can you give us an idea of some of the things you're currently working on? So like I mentioned, I sort of look after the design priority within CX at Forrester. We've laid out sort of a, a model, developed a sort of a maturity framework. That's some pretty interesting stuff because you sort of think about what's foundational 
And then what do you do to help organizations get from baseline to, to more improved? I've also done lots of research about AI and design and the way in which experiences have to be designed differently if the content might change to be more assistive or agentive, which is a framework from a designer at, uh, at IBM that's really helpful. Um, and then also in the way in which AI changes the way that designers design. So sort of a meta recursive thing. Netflix doesn't crop all of their images that you see, and that has impacts on the way that designers work there. And that's a pretty fascinating space as well. Um, and then I've also done research about how design changes work. So meta, meta design, how the designers at Netflix design differently because of AI and what tools they need to have in order to be successful. And you can think about that with Salesforce. You can think about that with ServiceNow. You can think about that with any number of other different technologies you might buy. People use them to get the job done. And the research I've done has helped to uncover how do you do that design better and more effectively. Which makes me think the more we build up our environment, I mean, you know, you build up the urban environment and there's less and less creative things you can do because you have less and less space to do it within. We're building up the digital environment and it seems like what we did yesterday is impacting what we do today. Or are you seeing that new design that's totally reinventing customer and employee experiences? I mean, there's always new ways of doing things. Um, so if you think about it, the rise of NFTs, let's go really far afield, right? The idea of generating 10,000 unique apes that are different but similar is much, much easier if you have a tool that allows you to generate those things. And you could, you know, CryptoPunks or whatever, the, the list of NFTs goes on. But you could theoretically have done it before. It just would have been painstakingly difficult and a real labor of love for somebody to make 10,000 of these things. So it's things that can happen now or could have happened in the past that now are made um, simpler or easier or better in some other way. So there's sort of like an amplifier effect based on the tools and based on what kind of exists. But, you know, human creativity is the way in which all this gets done. And it's sort of at the center of everything, whatever the tool ends up needing to be. Very cool. Let's give people a preview of what the CX cast with Andrew Hogan is going to be like. What kind of guests are you going to help us bring on? Because we love external guests. So uh, I'm going to work to bring on people who think about um, design in, in the work that they do. They don't have to be doing explicitly design or have design titles, but you know, how do you understand a problem, prototype some solutions, and then iterate on those things? Um, some of the core principles that are in design, going to try to bring them in and uh, we'll talk about how they do their jobs and um, what they value and the role in which they play and, you know, making experiences better for the people that they, uh, that they work with or create experiences for. Yeah, we'd love to have that expertise on here and also get a glimpse of who are the leaders in the design industry. Are you are you tracking where the design industry is headed? Yeah. So one of the things I noticed is that there's more and more emphasis, money, there's more and more pushing towards design. And we're seeing that within the companies that are being used to do design. You know, Adobe's Creative Cloud is growing pretty significantly. And it's a, it's a big, it's a big company. It's a big chunk of that company. Figma, Canva, all of those rising user testing just filed to go public. 
Amplitude is public and it's an analytics tool that is used to make decisions about design, to measure the effects of design. You know, it's growing really rapidly. So gosh, I can remember when, and this is just showing how rapidly they grew. When I needed to go to some of these vendors, customer support, I'm using air quotes, was like the founder was responding to my emails. It's, so it's, it, I mean, it's exciting. It's a little see. different now. It's a little, and I, you can, you can talk to people who've been in the design world for a long time and they'll tell you about those stories. And um, some of them are concerned, very concerned about the direction that things have gone because a lot of the ethos of design is about making things better for everyone. And when money gets involved, sometimes design gets pushed to certain kinds of solutions, certain kinds of people. So that's, that's a real, a real risk. Certainly it's, better than design not having any money and nobody caring about whether things were designed well. So that's been a big change over the last, you know, 15 years or so. Um, and particularly since the rise of the iPhone, because, you know, now we just interact all the time with these things and you can generate huge amounts of value through the interactions that people are doing and what they're willing to pay for. And design is such a key part of that. So, you know, excited about the, the industry's growth and change and excited about the new things that can be enabled when people have more, you know, better tools and hopefully more authority to make change. You know, usually on this podcast, we're really careful about bringing on guests that could make it look like we are um, because we're Forster. We like to be impartial and unbiased in our research we tend to avoid bringing on guests that seem like they might be promoting their product, but it would be pretty cool to bring on someone who was part of the rapid growth in this industry and went from small fries to big design, big design. <laughs> I think you mix some metaphors there. Small fries, big design, yeah. small fries to Big Mac, maybe? Yeah, maybe small fries to bigger fries. I like it. I like it though. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. I think there's a lot of exciting things coming up for the CX cast now that you're joining. Thanks for the introduction. And it would be great to get those experts on ASAP because we love external guests. Excited to be here. Looking forward to it. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining and meeting Andrew. Looking forward to future episodes with him. Until next time. Bye for now.